Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome back to at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Mike Sauter here with me as well. Going to talk a little bit of college football here. If you want to get in on the action uh, this college football weekend, head on over to Warhorse Sportsbook. It is the best place in Nebraska to place your sports bets. You can do it live, in person, at the casino. Plenty of kiosks, plenty of tellers. Also, you can build your bets on the Warhorse Casino app. You just have to go to the casino, scan the QR code to place those bets. Uh, they've got live lines, pro and college football, basketball and baseball. As basketball season gets going now as well. They've got live odds. Also, go over to Warhorse Sportsbook uh, and check them out. Joining us on that Warhorse Sportsbook hotline is Jerry Allen, the play-by-play voice of the Oregon Ducks. Jerry, how are you this morning? I am. I'm excited. I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to go play some big-time football this weekend. Yeah, you've got an enormous game, top 10 matchup, and, you know, you got that Pacific Northwest rivalry going up there with Washington Really the first, I mean, Colorado was ranked when the, at the time that Oregon played them, but really the first real test for the Ducks this season coming up tomorrow. Yeah, you know, it's really kind of the first real test for both Oregon and Washington. Sure. I mean, we've, we've all played some decent teams. Ducks' toughest game probably was down at Texas Tech when they had to go on the road and, and fell behind and came from behind and won that ball game. Um, Washington really you know, played some solid football, blown some people away, but haven't been up against a team like Oregon. And Oregon hasn't been up against a team like Washington. You know, as you know, as a Big Ten country uh, type person here, obviously both of these teams going to end up in uh, the Big Ten next year. Uh, one of the things that I keep telling people is I actually think Oregon is really well suited in the way they've been built by Dan Lanning to make a, a, a fairly smooth transition into the Big Ten. Is that kind of been your perception as well with the way they've built kind of from the inside out with the lines? Yeah, it is. I mean, he came from, uh, came from Georgia, mm-hmm. you know, defensive coordinator there. You know how good they are uh, and what he built there. And, you know, he's, he's got the, the game plan together to put together the people, the size, the speed, and what he wants. And he's done it rather quickly. The transfer portal really helped that. If, if they had to have that, 
Uh, he'd have taken two, three, maybe four years through the recruiting through high school to build that. But he, he's he's got the pieces together, and it's it's very Big Ten like, even SEC like. Um, not not what we used to see in the Pac-12. Size and speed and great offensive line play. Um, playing at Washington in a game, a huge rivalry game like this. I'm not sure people that live where we do uh, appreciate the rivalry that this is. Um, but Husky Stadium's a really tough place to play, or can be when it's you know rocking and loud and all of that. Um, how difficult is it to play in? I, I guess I've never been there. I've never. I've only seen it on TV. But how how big of a challenge is that for Oregon this week? It's probably about as big as there is. It's very much like going into the shoe at Ohio State. Mm. I mean, it's big, really mm. big. Um, it's multi-level decks, mm. and they're on top of you. The, uh, the east end is somewhat open a little bit to, um, to Lake Washington, which is right. a beautiful setting. But it is loud. It is no way. I mean, they are um, – I, you know, I don't like Washington fans. <laughs> they're so good at what they do. They're so good at what they do. They they're very much like Oregon's Austin fans. You know, they they get into the game. They are educated about the game. They know when to get on people, and uh, it's fun. It's a great atmosphere. I, I you know I know it's it's the Washington fans, but um, it makes the game fun. And so I'm looking forward to heading up there. But both offensive lines have been uh, virtually, I mean, tremendous. I guess is the word, flawless, whatever it might be so far this year. Um, doesn't really feel like there's an edge for either one, I guess, on the offensive line standpoint. So, how do you how do you stop Michael Penix? What's going to be the key there? Well, you know, if you could uh, call me back on Monday and ask, yeah. uh, <laughs> answer that question, it'd be a little easier. I, it's going to be pressure. He's got three of the best receivers in the nation. Roma Dunze is just uh, is just magnificent. He's going to play at the next level. Jalen Polk and, and Jalen McMillan. Those three just make it really tough on the back end of your defense. And, and you, know, you, you can't play zone very much because they're going to find opening and, and Penix is going to find them, and then they just work their way down the field. I, the pressure on Penix is going to be the key. Oregon has got to be able to get a little bit of pressure on him and, and not give him time and not give his receivers time to run those routes. Jordan Birch. Uh, an outside edge, Brandon Dorless, uh, a true freshman, the Teo Youngalele, and um, mm. Tatum uh, Tatum Tuioti. Yeah. And, uh, Bryson Betcher is, is a is a linebacker, along with a, a, a safety who's just been driving quarterbacks crazy, uh, is Evan Williams. He's got two sacks this year and about five hurries. So it, they're going to have to come from everywhere. Under control, Penix is not a great scrambler, so you just got to Stay in your lanes, but get pressure. Win the line of scrimmage and don't give him time to throw. That's the magic. You, you brought up his name, and he's, we're familiar with him because he played at Lincoln Southeast for a little bit while his dad was the um, defensive line coach in Nebraska. And then there's another local guy on our angle, is Devin Jackson from Omaha Burke. Those two linebackers, um, I guess – Give me a, a grade on how those guys are doing. I guess I'm just checking in on those former guys that we used to see on Friday nights here. Um, talented. Um, Devin can actually IQ. run, right? Like he can really fast, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, I, and it's just um, 
you know, they're the they're the kind of players that you need to have on a team to build what you want to play against the big boys. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, used to get guys that were maybe two and three stars at Oregon, and, and if you got lucky once in a while, we get a four, and then you'd spend two years to build them up, get some weight on them, try to get them a, a speed game, and then you'd get them for a year or two, and they were pretty good. These guys are coming in ready to play, um, and that's the difference. They're they're ready to play. Uh, Dan Lanning says that if you're good enough, you're old enough. doesn't matter how old mm-hmm. you are. When you're ready to play, you're a part of what we're doing. Uh, Jerry, I wanted, you know, a lot of the attention goes to Michael Penix, and, and rightfully so in this game, but I, I, the career of Bo Nix is fascinating to me because it felt like we had a pretty good idea of who and what he was at Auburn. And then he gets to Oregon last year, takes his game to a whole new level, and you go, oh, maybe there was a ceiling there on Bo Nix we didn't see. And then this year he seems to have elevated even further um, I, I guess what were the expectations of Bo Nix when he got to Oregon, and what's been sort of the reception and feedback on him now that you know you're a year and a half into the experience and it's gone probably better than anyone ever could have thought. Well, it's one of those you know it, it's not a gamble, but it's it's uh, it's recruiting, to, so to speak. I mean, you, you're looking at players and you've watched what they've done, the tools they have, and how they play. Oregon played against Auburn. When um, when Bo was a freshman, a true mm-hmm. freshman, and Auburn beat Oregon, and he he played really really well. So I think Oregon knew at the time the quality of uh, kid he was, uh, and then he had a tough time at Auburn. You know, and and it's not it wasn't all on him. Uh, yeah yeah he you know he probably made some bad throws, bad decisions, didn't didn't manage the games as well as he could have. But the, the entire team plays into that, and the coaching staff as well. So the quarterback takes the brunt of that from the fans. When things don't go well, you're going to blame the quarterback or the head coach. So he was feeling pressure, and he just was not himself. So when it came time to be able to leave and play one or two more years somewhere else, uh, he he knew about Oregon. A lot of kids do. And uh, Oregon knew about him and said, hey, come on out here and get a new start. And I think the new start is what did it. He's always had the tools. He's a great person, one of the nicest people. Um, that you'll ever meet. So he makes a trip out. The pressure he leaves behind. Uh, he gets married about a month before the first game in Oregon. So he matures, and I think that's the biggest thing. So less pressure, matures, and um, and the team just accepted him. And with the tools he had, it was an automatic fit. He is just uh, he's he's pretty special. He's a guy that if things go well in this game on Saturday, is going to have a lot to say about that could find himself in New York. He definitely is a candidate to be the best player in the nation. Jerry, real quick here. We've only got about 30 seconds left with you, but um, you've been the play-by-play voice for Oregon for over 30 years. I guess just what's it been like to watch this team go from uh, kind of just elevate le- levels, you know, under Rich Brooks, they, you know, got Achilles Smith and then Joey Harrington, and then you get into the Mike Bellotti, Chip Kelly era and, and everything like that. Just what's it been like being along for that ride and seeing this go from you know, kind of an afterthought program to one of the premier programs in the country. Uh, it's been unbelievable. It's been blessed. I mean, it's like why watching one of your children uh, <laughs> grow up from a kindergartner uh, to a first grader to a junior high schooler to a high schooler to college, get married, to have a family. And you, you're along for the ride. You get to see it, and it's just thrilling. And that's really the way it's been. Jerry Allen, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. I appreciate it. Thanks.
Wrapping up Herd at Sports on a Friday with Matt Verzal coming up next. Yeah.